What's up, Lamb Fam? Welcome back to the Life After Miscarriage podcast, where we unapologetically chat the ins and outs of what life is actually like after miscarriage. I'm your host, Shelly Metling, and with four angel babies myself and one rainbow baby here on earth, I have created a platform for you guys to share your stories. So sit back, relax, get ready to relate, laugh, and cry as we get real on what life is actually like after miscarriage in the 21st century. Hello, everyone. We have Ricky Hamley on today's episode. You guys, if you've been around for a while, you probably know that name because uh, she was actually on episode 29. So this is a really fun episode because it is a update episode. So Ricky, I'm just going to toss it at you. And why don't you kind of just like give us a rundown of, you know, what you what we chatted about on our last episode. Perfect. So um, just a little recap. I'm Ricky Hamley. I'm almost 29. I've been with my husband for 13 years, married for a little over a decade now. Um, We have five kids together, ages eight, six, four, (laughs) and two-year-old twins. Um, I've had quite the journey for my little family to get here. It hasn't been easy. We've had over 10 losses. If you want to be honest, I've honestly lost count at this point. (laughs) So, um, yes. So we've had a little bit of a bumpy road. Um, we've had a lot of, um, or quite a few missed miscarriages that have, um, ended it, you know, I had to have DNCs and that's kind of where we left off. Yeah. Uh, You've had how many DNCs? Three? Three. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, and the rest were all natural, but I've had over 10, so over 10 miscarriages total. You guys, go back and listen to episode 29 because, like, her story is – I think I put in the description, like, she's young, but she has lived a life. (laughs) So You've gone through a lot. Yes, and make sure you have a lot of time because I went ahead and told (laughs) the whole story. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, So pretty much after – uh, where we left off last time, I was literally just days after my last DNC, which was a very, very difficult. All of my losses were super difficult for me, but um, this one in particular was just, oh goodness, it was just super taxing on me. Uh, it, it drug out for a long time. We knew it was going to happen basically. And um, yeah, so I go more in depth on in the episode about it, but um, so Pretty much um, after the episode, I wasn't really sure, and I'm pretty sure I put, or I said that in the episode, that I wasn't really sure where we were going to go from there, if we were going to have more kids, or if we were just going to be thankful for what we had, and kind of just move on from there. Um, But I decided pretty much immediately, because after listening to my episode, I realized that I was a hot mess. I was an emotional wreck, and I knew that I needed to deal with that. Um, so pretty much my biggest thing was stepping away. Um, you know, I'm a huge birth geek. I listen to a lot of episodes of, about birth and, um, I usually am really into it. I, I reach out to friends that are pregnant and just really get myself involved in that. And I was listening to the life after miscarriage, um, podcast a lot. And I just realized I needed to like scoot away from that. I needed to like remove myself from that because Mm -hmm. I realized I wasn't really healing 
I was just kind of stuck in this, like, I don't even know. Like, it just felt like I was so out of control with my emotions that I just... Like, just a revolving door. Yeah. And I I couldn't find... I couldn't decide where, like, where I wanted to be. And so I was just so confused. And so I ultimately, I stepped back from that and kind of just reflected on everything. Oh. oh, that's okay. Um, but I stepped back and started reflecting about, uh, you know, my experience. And after the time went on and, um, you know, a few weeks passed and I started noticing that I was getting better. I, you know, each day did get easier for me. Um, and I was able to start thinking about where I wanted to come from here. So, or go from there. And my biggest thing that I realized that sharing my story on, um, so, okay, rewind a little bit. So my biggest thing that I've been dealing with for like ever is when am I going to be done having kids? Uh, when am I going to get that feeling like, okay, enough is enough. Stop putting your body through hell. And, you know, and of course you always have those people that that kind of like play into that for you. And I try not to listen to other people because it's not their decision and it's mine. And so I wanted to be, well, of course my husband too, but like, I wanted it to be a decision that we made Mm -hmm. um, together. Like if we were done, I wanted to like have that feeling I wanted to, or at least have some sort of closure with everything that had happened. And so I got to thinking, um, or I, I actually reached a point where I was just like, I think that sharing my story and, you know, I, I always tell Shelly every time we speak, I'm so sorry for making my episode so long. <laughs> I honestly think that it was what I needed. And yeah, I can't even describe to you after just like being able to share, cause I never really was that, I mean, people knew that I had had complications and miscarriage and stuff. That was never a secret, but I never like sat down with somebody and just was raw and shared every aspect of it. And, um, I think it it was so therapeutic and so healing for me that as I went on, like I finally got to a place where I was like, you know what? I'm okay. If I don't have any more children, like I'm okay. If that was the last one and I'm okay. If you know, I, it was just such a weird, it's so weird that I went from one extreme to the other. And I really can't describe it other than reaching out and being able to be on your podcast. Like it really did change my life and my way of thinking. And so, um, basically we kind of just went on. Um, we didn't, we weren't really trying, but we weren't really preventing kind of thing. Um, I did get the Ava bracelet, but not really for trying purposes. I got it just because it has kind of like a splurge gift after I, we also bought a car too, after my miscarriage. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, we needed the car, but you know, it happened right after, but it helped me a little bit, but I ended up buying the Ava bracelet, which I basically got because I was obsessed with like the data that it gave you. It didn't really give me any more information that I, cause I was already a freak and knew everything about my body, but it was kind of cool to have that. Um, so I, we had that to kind of see where we where we were at with things. But, um, my daughter actually, um, had an opportunity to go to nationals this summer into, we went to Vegas. So I basically spent my entire summer 
um, you know, fundraising and getting things prepared for that because it was kind of a last minute thing that we kind of signed up for. And uh, so I wasn't, I wasn't really paying attention to anything at all. Um, and we kind of just went with the flow and we were enjoying life and everybody was happy. And I just, I mean, I could look at my twins and be like, ah, oh, these are my babies. Like, I'm happy with that. And for the first time in forever, like I wasn't thinking about anything else. Like I wasn't thinking about being pregnant or the next chapter or obsessing over that. So um, we went to Vegas and all that stuff. And uh, we came back and uh, my grandma had been sick. Um, she had had an accident and got, um, injured and, um, declined really quickly after that. And I, my kids started school back up and I noticed that I was feeling a little bit funky and I just thought it was the stress of everything. Um, I was very, very close with my grandma. And so just dealing with all of that, I just thought I was just overwhelmed and turns out that, hey, oh, <laughs> I'm pregnant. So, um, which I mean, it wasn't extremely shocking. I mean, like I said, we weren't preventing or anything like that, but, uh, for everything to be going so smoothly because it was more shocking to me. Like, I mean, the baby was perfect. The heartbeat was perfect. It was just like, there was after no all your losses, I'm sure you kind of like just expected like, yeah, like I'm not like, to uh, happen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, and my brain instantly goes there kind of I think all of us. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. And so I just kind of expect that or something to come up. And yep. so I did have some bleeding and stuff. So I was like, oh, great. Here we go. Oh, good Lord. That's my like biggest fear. <laughs> like, yeah. And pregnant I was, again. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, it's just never freaking ending, you know? But um, I had that bleed. And then I did. So on my first few ultrasounds that I had, I did have like a pretty big. Um, bleed. It was like 10 times the size of the baby at the first, the first ultrasound that I had. And it was pretty insane. Like I thought my doctor was pretty optimistic, but I was like, yeah, no way. There's no way. Um, but every, you know, every time we've gone back, it's got, it got smaller. Actually, it's non-existent now. It just, I haven't had any bleeding since then. And it just, you know, my body absorbed it, which never freaking happens. I always have to be that person that's just like, ah, we have a bleeder, you know? And, so, <laughs> and even in my, you know, my live births and stuff like that, I've had excessive bleeding and just a lot of complications. And so um, I'm about, I'm almost six, well, I'm just a little over 15 weeks now. So working on my 16th week. And, um, yeah, I, I, everything Yay. has just been so, I it's just been so different. My anxiety. So typically when I get pregnant, I just kind of let it consume me. That's all I can think about. I go to Dr. Google, I read other stories and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm doomed. And uh, that has been so different this time. I, and I honestly think it's just because I was so open and honest about my story. And so many people, especially in my community, like, holy smokes. I had so many women in my community. I live in a small, small town, but, um, you know, not over a thousand people, but I had so many people reach out to me and just be like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe this, you know, like I've gone through this too. And I'm so, so you know, like it was so nice to have people 
that related that were so close to me and that I see on the regular and, you know, my kids pick up at school, you know, it's just nice to know that, that I wasn't alone for the first time in, in forever. I didn't feel alone. I knew I wasn't alone, but you know, it just helped. It validated yeah. that. And so, yeah, it's been really simple, very easy. Um, the only thing that I kind of have going on is, um, and I go on the, I go back to the doctor on Tuesday. Um, I have had like a little bit of pressure. So in my last pregnant, so not my last pregnancy, but my last live birth, which was twins. Um, I actually had a premature birth. They were born eight weeks early. Um, and so, um, due to incompetent cervix, but hopefully we're hoping that that was just a twin thing and not just my body kind of being a turkey. So, um, I do go on, <laughs> on Tuesday, um, because I have been having a little bit of pressure, but that could just be because I've had, this will be my sixth kid. So yeah, I might, it just might be gravity taking course on my old lady body, I guess. <laughs> and so they'll be doing a cervical length to make sure that everything is staying stable. But I'm not, I mean, normally I'm on a whole handful of medications and I'm on zero medications. Oh my point. gosh. That's yeah. awesome. So like my, my pregnancy is maintaining itself. Like my body is doing all the work. It's being normal. I, I just, it's amazing to me. And I truly feel so lucky and I'm so thankful and I look forward to our little baby. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for you. And I'm just, I'm so happy that we were able to get you on an episode and get you to that headspace, you know, to yeah. be able to take this pregnancy on the way that you want to take it on, you know, there is yeah. something about sharing your story from start to finish. Cause I feel like we share pieces, especially yeah. those of us that have gone through reoccurrent loss. It's like, we yeah. might talk about one of the losses, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're in there, but to yeah. really like do it from start to finish, it's very therapeutic. And it's almost just like, I mean, especially for you living in a small town, I don't know if you felt this, but like a weight lifted off of your shoulders and it's just like now everybody knows so there oh it. yeah definitely <laughs> definitely it was I mean it, it's not like I want it like I need like I felt I needed to like expose it to the world I didn't know that that's what I needed and it's not like I I felt like I needed it for attention you know but it was just yeah. nice to be able to say you know what because I do get a lot <laughs> I'm sure you can imagine I do get a lot of stuff uh, a lot of um, grief for having so many kids. I, I mean, yeah. they don't feel like, but you know, people are always like, yeah, you know what causes that? Or, you know, I remember so you saying like that, that in your, in your first episode. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, people, like if you had any clue, you would just, you'd just shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and hopefully you've had less of that now that you've shared that on the episode people are oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> more questions of like oh when are you gonna have another baby yeah more positive yeah. stuff like oh are you guys gonna have another baby kind of thing um you know and people I mean my kids are I don't know a lot of people like I said we live in a small town and my kids are um you know little blondies and they're just a group of crazy kiddos and they're people love them so it's not like I create a bunch of monsters and <laughs> 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 I mean, they're very well loved around the community and um, and in their school and stuff. So I think that I'm doing yeah. a pretty good job at, at raising my kids. Some days at, when I'm at home alone with them, I think differently. But, <laughs> <laughs> but 
Otherwise, I would Hey, just... as long as they're respectful in public, that's all that matters, yes, right? It, yes. Oh my gosh. And seriously, that is like, I call my friends all the time and like debrief on this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, you know, you're doing it right when like the school reaches out to you and is like, your son or your daughter is just, oh, they melt my heart. And I can't, I can't even walk into the school or into a classroom without them being like, oh, they're just so sweet. Oh, they're just so sweet. And I'm like, really? Come come live with me because yeah. I see a completely different picture. But I'm so thankful that they know that to be good kids. And that's – I seriously – I couldn't ask for anything better. And so, so do they know? Do they know you're pregnant? My kids do know, yes. Okay. And so they're all wound up about it. And right now they're kind of in the mix of like – you know, my boys, of course, want to have boys. And then my girl, well, my twin daughter, she doesn't really know what's going on. But my oldest is a girl. And she, of course, she wants a girl super bad. So yeah. Um, now they're kind of like in between that. And they argue a lot about, you know, what do you want it to be? And, you know, and but they're super excited. They really, um, my one son, we had to start telling it was so he found out a little bit later than my daughter did um my oldest because she's kind of she's a birth geek too at heart bless her little heart seriously she's the best (laughs) um she is like the perfect little mini me and she's gonna make an amazing midwife one day um so she found out early kind of earlier on and then he found out a few weeks later and he, as soon as he found out, I didn't think, I thought she would be the one that wouldn't keep the secret, but I mean, we would be at a restaurant and people always come up cause we have a pretty big family and especially like older people will come up and they'll be like, Oh, your kids are so cute. And what a wonderful family. And then my son's the one that like bleeps out and is like, yeah, my mom's got one in her belly too. <laughs> so, he's done it so many times and finally we had to pull him aside and we're like why do you keep saying that you know and he's like I'm just excited and so we just decided you know if he ends up telling somebody out of like excitement then that's okay and yeah we're not gonna hold him back on that and um so he has told a lot of people so um I'm not really sure how many people know at this point but <laughs> so, Soon the Facebook world, as we're recording this, Facebook world or social media and a majority of people don't know, but they're, they're going to be finding out very soon. And I'm really excited to share the news Yeah, and um, hope that hopefully um, I really want to like kind of document this since it will be my last one for sure. This is definitely my last pregnancy. I don't, I don't foresee myself <laughs> wanting to put myself through this again, or I, I, going to take what I've been given. I think that this pregnancy is a blessing. It's being good to me. It's being normal quote. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I don't want, I'm, I think this is, this is it. And I feel at peace with that. And so, yeah. Well, congrats. I'm so excited for you. Now, as always, at the end of every episode, I ask for, you know, just a piece of advice, considering kind of like your path, your story, where you're at right now, sharing on the podcast and everything. Um, what would your like one piece of advice be for somebody in a similar situation? Uh, if you feel inclined to share your story, share that story, girl, like from start to finish every detail in between, if you have to like do what you have to do, it was life changing for me. Like, I I can't even tell you I was a mess and I, I I can't express (laughs) it. So definitely do that. 
And there's so many ways to share too. There's, you know, obviously this podcast, there's, you know, social media, there's just sharing with a friend from start to finish, YouTube, whatever, whatever you got to do, just like get it off your back because it really is. It's amazing Mm -hmm. and super healing. It is. And yeah, it's, I just, I can't say enough about it. And I had put a lot of thought into it and it's seriously the only thing that I can think different (laughs) was sharing that story and just being able to be, I didn't have to wear a mask out in public. I, I get to be me. People know me Mm -hmm. and, and they were all so supportive and I I didn't get one negative thing at all. Awesome. (laughs) That makes me happy. I appreciate you and Ricky. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to link your Instagram in the description of this episode. I appreciate you so much. Yes. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend who could find it useful or share it on your Instagram stories. Tag myself, tag my guest so that we can personally thank you. This is a lamb fam, you guys. We're not in this alone. We're creating this ripple effect together.